G'day punters, welcome back to another episode of the Exotic Punters Podcast. We're back this week, Group 1 Racing in uh, in Adelaide Derby. It's going to be a cracking weekend. It's already been a great weekend of racing down at the Bull. Uh, seriously, Darbs, how bloody good is the Bull? Yeah, look, it was fantastic, Angus. Uh, you know, one of those meetings you just look forward to every year. Fantastic carnival. Uh, the Grand Annual is just a terrific race. Kieran Ma, I think they said it was his seventh Grand Annual or something like that. Just ridiculous how many he's made the race his own uh, with Dave Eustace. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's fantastic. I know you've been uh, in the past. It's certainly on my bucket list to attend the Bull uh, for the three days. It is a tricky few days for punting, especially when you get the weather that they had. Uh, when you, you know, you're basically racing on heavy 15s, it was, it was a slop, but doesn't make it any more enjoyable. And this, the, the crowds that turn out is just fantastic. It's, it's great for racing. Yeah, absolutely. Darby, the, uh, the whole town just gets around that racing carnival so much. Uh, it just, it's such a great event for the town and it's also, uh, attracts so many people from, you know, Melbourne, interstate, and even the connections of uh, Rockstar, Ronnie, some some of them flew over from Singapore too. So um, it's it's a great event and uh, hopefully you can just keep pumping because it's always great when you see uh, when the Grand Annual comes around and they all flock to the hill too and there's thousands standing up there. And it's uh, having been there a few years ago, it's just an unbelievable spectacle. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And yeah, it's always unique with Rick McIntosh calling and uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's certainly uh, one to watch every year and one to attend if you are a racing fan. Yeah, absolutely, Darb. So we'll move on to this weekend's racing, Darbs. We're going to keep it short and simple on the podcast this week. We're starting Gosford, Darbs, race eight, the coast over 1,600 metres uh, it's quite an open betting race. We've got military expert for the Annabelle Nation stable on the first line of betting at $5.50 at the moment. The loss of fall for the uh, Chris Wallace stable, the four-year-old mare. Uh, she's at $6 as well as Well Wall, the uh, controversial uh, runner who uh, got a start in the Golden Eagle uh, last year. He's at $7. It's a pretty open race at the moment, Dubs, with a $5.50 favourite. Personally, I've gone for a bit of a value. I'm with the number 10 pervade uh, for the Chris Wallace stable. It's paying $23. I thought its first up start was not bad. Um, and it's come over from uh, from Europe for Judamont. And uh, I think it's weighted really well. And look, I'm just going for a bit of value here, Dubs. It's not really a race I want to launch into. No, I'm with you. It's yeah, it's it's very difficult. Uh, I'm with the wild horse as well, Philosophile, as you stated. Um, four uh, finished in the top two four times through on five starts in the soft, and you know, good record over the mile. Uh, drawn six, so should be fine. Brett Preble booked to ride, ticks a lot of boxes. Um, but yeah, look, it's very difficult race. I mean, as you said, you got military expert, which is a pretty handy horse to be fair. Military experts won a lot of yeah, races. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Annabelle Nisham's stable is going very well at the moment. You're getting $5 there. It's probably not a bad price, but yeah, I'd, it's pretty, it doesn't have a lot of depth to it. It's not the strongest race of all time. It's a sort of race in which you could see a, a $15 pop that hasn't done much in the past, just rocking up and winning, which would just be typical New South Wales racing. Uh, but it is what it is, I suppose. It's good for good for trainers and good for owners that there's some money thrown into these these races at Gosford, but, you know, it is what it is. 
Yeah, absolutely, Dubs. It's, uh, you know, it's just another one of those pop-up races, isn't it? Anything can win it, but, uh, yeah. Look, it's it's good for, they're good for the industry, Dubs. We'll put it that way. But anyway, we'll move on to some proper racing now, Dubs. We've got the Group 2 Hollandale Stakes over the 1,800 metres at the Sunshine Coast, where Zaki's come up the short price favourite after his uh, gallant second in the all-age stakes behind Giga Kick. Um, and he looks awfully hard to beat here, Dubs, if he's back to his best. Um, but a dollar sixty-five. Look, I've got him on top. I think he'll win, but I just I don't think I can take the dollar sixty-five derby. Uh, I, yeah, I just don't think so. Yeah, look, it's obviously very short. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I just look at its opposition and just think, you know, who's going to beat him? Like. Holding is in the race, for goodness sake. Colding hasn't run a good race in about four years, I don't think. So, Since won the Golden Eagle. Yeah, long time ago, though. Long time ago. Yeah, you know, absolutely. We've just, we've, we've, we stated, I think, three months ago that, you know, should be retired. But uh, I just can't, I, I can't see what's going to beat it, especially with the weights. It's only got to give up two kilos to the bottom weight. I mean, a tissue is probably the best place to beat him. Um, but I, I, I just think Zaki is a, you know, is an A grader and is competing against a bunch of B and C graders, to be honest. And if he can't win this race, that has to have serious doubts. I know a lot of people saying, oh, well, you know, Zaki's had the bad, you know, has a stinker like last year we saw in Doomben, but I really cannot see him losing this race. Having said that, as you said, a dollar sixty is a bit short. I'm not as concerned about the, the drawing wide. If anything, that means he might stay out of trouble. He'll just get forward. Might have to do a bit of early work, but uh, he should be too strong. He should be too strong. He's 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 a class horse. He's one of the best in Australia. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not pointing at Tubbs. He won a Group One two starts ago. Um, you know, came back. He didn't have a great trial. They sent him out. They did the right thing for the horse. They brought him back, and he was pretty gallant last start on that heavy, on oh, that soft ground. Giga kick. He's just one of the best horses going around in Australia at the moment. I think. Um, yeah, look, I, th I think he'll be winning this. I just don't think the dollar sixty-five is the price I want to be taking. Maybe multing him up and putting him with a, a few other horses. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to be awfully hard to beat in the group two Hollandale Stakes, and I think he'll uh, hopefully wins this and goes on to the Durban Cup to Derby just to promote that uh, Winter Carnival up in Queensland even more. Yeah, no, it's a, it's it's your specialty, the Queensland Carnival. You are the you are the expert there, so so looking forward to seeing what what you can deliver. But uh, I look, Zaki should just win that race, and that, that should be just be end of story. If you don't think if you're not not happy to take the price, just chuck in a couple of multis that you have over the weekend. I, I think he's going to be very very hard to beat. But I'm happy to be proven wrong. But I'm not going to sit here and say Zaki won't win, and then sit with an egg in my face when he shits in. Yeah, I don't blame you, Dubs. I don't blame you. Well. Let's move on to the big race of the weekend. It's the Group 1 Robert Sankster Stakes for the Phillies and Mares over the 1,200-metres derby at Morfittville, where uh, we're kicking off the Adelaide Carnival. We kicked it off last week with the Australasian Oaks, uh, which was another really exciting edition of the race. Um, but, yeah, this is a proper Group 1 sprint derby for the Phillies and Mares. We've got a really good field. Bella Nipatina, she was awesome last start over in Perth in the in the $4 million quokka. Um, rock and horse too. She ran well last start, or a couple starts ago at the valley. Sorry, um, 
And then Marabi's back too. She was sent out for a little bit of a spell after the uh, Group 1 Lightning. And Zapato, she's flying at the moment too, Darby. And uh, can Chain of Lightning return to her best form, getting the toe back into the ground, uh, hopefully for the Peter Movie Star. And Espiona too, she's returning after that Group 1 win uh, earlier in the autumn. And then Passive Aggressive too comes from that form line. Out of the Group 1 TJ Smith stakes uh, behind I Wish I Win too. She didn't have her best efforts there, but she was awesome in the challenge stakes over the uh, 1,000 metres, Darbs. It's just a great race, too. It's good to get a good field for this race, um, just to really support that South Australian carnival because uh, I think it's struggling at the moment, Darby. It's struggling. Oh, okay, that's a discussion for another time. We'll have to delved into those thoughts next week but uh yeah I, i'm with you this is a great race you got five group one winners uh you know stacked bella nipotina is one of the best horses going around i mean let's be honest she hasn't done much wrong for a long time uh really aside from the performance at flemington uh other than that it's been very very solid that was in the new market of course but well yeah i mean I, you can't you can't knock a lot of these horses it's question is is that how good is passive aggressive i think that's the thing you've got to ask i mean how strong is that form behind oh, sorry in front of giga kick obviously you know she went no good uh in the tj smith but that was on a very wet deck and i'm i'm almost going to excuse that but are you of the view that she is a a, a serious horse or not quite up to the level of a bella nipotina Oh, look, Dubs, there's no doubt she's a good horse. She beat some good sprinters in that uh, in that challenge stakes first up. But I think Bella Nipotina Sickly, she's just the class horse in the race. Uh, she she very rarely will run a bad race. And if she can get her toe into the ground, she's drawn barrier five. She'll be really hard to beat. And I think $4 at the moment is an unbelievable price. And, yeah, that, that's who I've got on top. I think Bella Nipotina... You, you, you know, you're going to get a great run for your money. Obviously, she sits a little bit back and runs on, so she'll need a bit of luck. But uh, I just love Bella Nipotina. She just tries her heart out every start, and I think $4 is a great price. Is uh, $13 over for Espiona? Um, I'm not sure with Espiona, Dubs. The 1,500 metres back to the... Uh, Back to the 1,200 has to be a bit of a question mark. Uh, you know, you have to wonder, is she up to this level over the 1,200 metres? I think she's a really good horse. She's got that group one win. I, yeah, I, I don't I don't think she's as good as your Bella Nipotinas and uh, maybe passive aggressive over this trip. I think she's more of a 1,400 metre horse, to be honest, Darby. But... She is a lot better going this direction. I was going to say, uh, she's going direction. down, she's going and, uh, which would be your... And she did, win a, she did win a group one. So maybe, if you know, sneakily have a few dollars on her too, just in case. And I think a good value bet too, providing it's a soft, probably soft six or better, would be Chain of Lightning. She hasn't gone great this prep, but hopefully she can turn things around here. She's had a bit of a freshen up. So hopefully... Uh, Hopefully she can uh, turn the tables and maybe have a few dollars on her at 20 bucks. But yeah, I've got number one, Bella Nipotina on top. Yeah, I'm with you with Chain of Lightning. I think that she definitely needs it to be soft, but I'm not sure whether 1,200 is enough. I think she might like a bit more, like 1,400. Uh, time will tell. But I'm with you on 
Bella Nipotina, you just can't ignore how good this horse has been for a long time. As you said, she was very impressive in the quokka. Uh, you know, didn't get, not much went right for her. Just, you know, everyone talks about Amelia's jewel, but I think you have to also watch the run of Bella Nipotina in that race. She didn't get have a lot right. She was only pipped by half a length. So, uh, yeah, you can't knock her. She was beaten by Imperatries before that, who I think's better than anything in this race. Uh, so, I think uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with Bella Nipotina. I think 3 9 is a good price. And she should be very hard to beat. She'll be thereabouts. I wouldn't be surprised if she gets beaten because, you know, a lot of good horses in this race, as we said. I'd like to, I'm really excited to see passive aggressive, but I have to go with what I think is the strongest horse in this race, and that is Bella Nipotina based on the form. Yeah, Dubs, you just, you know, you can't go past group one winning horses and go past that type of form either. So she'll be tough to beat. Darby, have you found a best bet for us over the weekend, mate? Yeah, look, it's in race five, uh, sorry, race eight at Morfordville, number five, Wee Nessie uh, from the Price Kent Stable. We're getting $5. Zach Spain booked a ride. Just really liked uh, her run behind Af Cabin last start, lost by about 0.8 of a length, and likes the 1,200 and is pretty good on the soft conditions as well. So for me, she's been so close to winning the last three starts, just can't quite get over the line. And I think tomorrow's her day, uh, drawn one. So should be, I don't think that'll cause too many problems. As I said, you're getting $5, which I think is overs for a horse that's been really close the last few runs. So race eight, number five, Morfordville for me. We Nessie, my best bet. Yeah, love it, Dubs. I've been on fire with the best bet lately. Six of the last seven weeks for the O'Brien here. But I'm going to go Gosford, race seven, Number one, think about it. He's been really impressive. And I know they're trying to go for the Stradbroke handicap too. Uh, so I'm happy to go with it first up over the 1,200 metres now. Uh, Shades of Rose, she's a good horse. She's come from that $4 million clocker, but I'm happy to take her on. Um, she's at $5. I'm taking Think About It. $3, best bet. Hopefully gets the chocolate start and we stay hot. Yeah, no worries. And for the $100 challenge... I'm just going to keep it simple. 50 on Wee Nessie to win uh, at $5 and 50 on Bella Nipotina to win at $3.90. Hopefully one of them gets up and pocket a bit in the bank account. Yeah, Dubs, I'm going to go 50 bucks on Bella Nipotina. Now I'm going to go 30 bucks on Think About It. And I'm putting 20 bucks on She Dances in the same race as Wee Nessie. So uh, I'm taking you on here, Dubs. I'm taking you on. It's all right. That's all right. <clears throat> time will tell. Yeah. Well, partners, that's all we've had. That's all we've got time for this week on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and hopefully we can find some winners. Get on and hang on, punters.